Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Whatever time of day it might be where you're listening, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith. This is your fitness and faith coach, Mike Kipp, and I'd like to thank you for joining us. In this episode of the Fitness and Faith Podcast, we'll talk about finishing strong. You'll hear about a young boy's Christmas dinner prayer, and we'll visit with Christian Williamson. Christian is on staff at Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama, where he is involved in prison ministry. Enjoy. Let's start out with this question today. Does finishing strong sound like a better idea than finishing weak or inadequately? Check out some of these quotes about finishing strong. Starting strong is good. Finishing strong is epic. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. Start strong. Finish stronger. And I really like this one. Start strong. Stay strong. And finish strong. By always remembering why you're doing it in the first place. I really like those finishing strong quotes. God's Word has some meaningful verses dealing with the concept of finishing. I'm sure you've heard, it is finished. And you've heard, finish the race and finish the work. I would challenge you to go look in God's Word for all the verses that relate to finishing. Here's a definition of finish. To bring to an end a task or activity. To complete the final portion. I've noticed over my many years of existence that people like to talk about all their great plans for starting something new, especially the upcoming year. They like to make those resolution things, so-called commitments to do or not to do some things in the upcoming year. I've also noticed that very few people talk about finishing the year strong. They get caught up in the pace and schedule in which they find themselves from Thanksgiving through Christmas and on to the new year. Many throw in the towel on physical and spiritual development commitments. They instead try to manage the business of the season and shift any focus on improvement to the start of the next year. Check out this statement concerning our physicality. If we're not getting stronger, we're getting weaker. That's true. Staying the same doesn't usually happen. The statement is also truthful concerning our spirituality. If we're not getting stronger spiritually, we're getting weaker. We're not built to maintain a constant level, either physically or spiritually. Here's another question for you to contemplate. Can you and I afford to weaken ourselves physically and spiritually during the last few weeks of the year? In athletics, coaches emphasize the importance of finishing quarters or halves or games with determined intensity. How teams finish those time periods greatly affect the start of the next time period. Just as the finish of one affects the start of the next, how we start the next affects the outcome of what's next. So how we finish this year will affect 
not only the start of next year, but it will have significant influence on the totality of the year. I know many people who just expect to gain 10 or 15 pounds during the month of December. I'll confess, I've been there before, but no more. If you were playing a game, would you just expect to give the other team points at the end of the half? Would you be okay with that? I doubt it. If you give away points at the end of the half, it's going to make winning the next half much more difficult. From a spiritual perspective, did you know that statistics show that December is the most depressing month of the year? About half of Americans say that it's the most depressing month of the year. How can a time of celebration of our Savior's birth be depressing? I'll tell you how. We start focusing on the business of the schedule, the season, and all the events. Despite the obvious reason for the season, we take our focus away from our relationship with our Savior and loving God. Obviously, that's not a good way to finish strong. I would like to invite you to participate in a fit and faithful finish to this calendar year. Let's filter all our thoughts, actions, and schedules through a strainer of fitness and faith, and we can enjoy an inspired and energized finish. Let's finish strong. Our strong finish will jumpstart a fit and faithful upcoming year. podcast a few times, you've probably heard me mention I use Advocare nutritional products every day, and I have for several years. I trust the company that's been around for 25 years, and I've seen the results of the products in myself and others. I want to invite you to join thousands of people across the United States who will be participating in Advocare's 24-day challenge at the start of the new year. I know no better way of jump-starting your physical transformation than to participate with us in the 24-Day Challenge. Click on the 24-Day Challenge link at fitnessandfaithpodcast.com for details. Also, by becoming a preferred customer, you will receive an immediate discount of 20%. There will also be free shipping and bonus gifts for those ordering soon. In addition, those ordering through the link on the Fitness and Faith Podcast site will receive a free faith jumpstart to the year. I will personally teach you the fundamentals of fitness and faith, which will come with instruction in exertion meditation at absolutely no charge. I'm reminded of a line from an old movie called Jerry Maguire, where Jerry says, Help me help you. Help me help you. I cannot help you if you won't take the first step. I hope you'll join us. I'd love to coach you through a 24-day physical and spiritual jumpstart to your year. It's time once again for a Fitness and Faith Funny. A five-year-old boy was asked to give thanks before Christmas dinner. The family members bowed their heads in expectation. 
He began his prayer, thanking God for all his friends, naming them one by one. Then he thanked God for mommy and daddy and brother and sister and grandma and grandpa and all his aunts and uncles. Then he began to thank God for the food. He gave thanks for the turkey, the dressing, the fruit salad, the cranberry sauce, the pies, the cakes, and even the Cool Whip. Then he paused, and everyone waited and waited. After a long silence, the young fellow looked up at his mother and said, If I thank God for the broccoli, won't he know that I'm lying? Today we are joined by Christian Williamson. He's on staff at Church of the Highlands in Birmingham, Alabama. He also likes to stay in shape by competing in CrossFit. Christian, thanks for joining us today. Hey Mike, thanks for having me. Could you please tell us a little bit about your church and, and your role? I know you have kind of a unique position. Yeah, um, we're, a, we're a multi-site church here in Alabama. Uh, we're based out of Birmingham. Uh, we have 17 campuses. Uh, all across the state, uh, the vision here of our house is we believe that the local church is the hope of the world, and so we're all about church planning, and and uh, my role here at the church, um, about six years ago, we, we thought of the idea of what, what would it look like if we could plant the local church inside prisons, and so six years ago, we planted the very first uh, campus inside a prison, and um, six years later, today, we're, we're in actually in 15 different prisons every single Sunday doing Sunday services, uh, multiple small groups in each one of these prisons throughout the week. And my role is to help oversee that and coordinate that. Um, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I love what I get to do. Can you give us a little of your background and how you ended up in ministry and then specifically prison ministry? Yeah, so my, I grew up in a pastor's home, so I'm the youngest of three boys, and my dad's been a pastor my entire life, so I, um, I think it's easy to say that it's in my blood, um, but growing up as a pastor's kid, uh, just seeing my dad serve a local church, um, you know, he was my hero, and um, as a young adult, I wasn't quite sure if ministry was for me, and just, uh, you know, just going going through life, somewhat going through the motions, maybe, serving the Lord, but just ministry wasn't exactly on my radar. And then and, uh, in 2010, God really uh, nudged at her heart, and I went to Holland College, which is the college that we have here at the church. And I just, I really didn't know where I would land, but I just knew that ministry was for me. And uh, through the course of that, we started, you know, the, the prison ministry here at the church while I was there in college, and I got very involved on the, in the, uh, of launching it and starting it. And um, they hired me a couple of years later to lead the, those teams, and uh, it's just been an exciting journey. So are you from Birmingham? Yeah, originally from Birmingham. Um, so my, my dad is still in Birmingham, has since retired from pastoring, and then I have a brother that lives here in Birmingham that's a pastor as well, and then a brother in Texas that's a pastor as well. So. Well, how about uh, your physical journey? Can you describe how strength and fitness became important to you? Yeah, you know, I... Really, all my life, I've, I've been pretty active. I was, I was, uh, I was the little brother uh, that was always probably aggravating my brothers. Come outside and play. Let's go play basketball. Let's play football. And 
I've, I've always been really active, um, played sports in school, and then as a young adult, um, kind of kind of just played around with going in and out of the gym. And then when I got into my late twenties, I really was. It wasn't that I was dissatisfied with my my fitness. It was just I was maturing and. I wanted some practical disciplines in my life, and one of it I wanted to be fitness. And so, in my late twenties, I just started making a gym, the gym, a part of my daily routine. And um, that's that's been about ten years now. And you know, I'm going from doing free weights to doing Olympic style lifting and doing you know the heavy cardio guys. And right now, CrossFit is really something that I've really uh, I've really kind of leaned into. I've been doing it for about a year and a half, and been an absolute blast. I love the challenges that it gives me, but you know, fitness for me is is it's is kind of it's my anchor. It's it's the thing that uh, it, I start my day with it, and uh, it's it's something that allows uh, it anchors my day every single day, so that it sets the rest of it, my day on the right course, on the right path. And obviously, we know it, it builds confidence in, in you, and um, it's just. Uh, I just I love the results I get. I love the challenge. I love stretching myself. Right, and and CrossFit really does a good job of that, pushing you. Well, what yeah, do you, uh, sure. why, why do you think both the physical and the spiritual development are important for us? Well, I think I think for first of all, physically, we know that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, and I think we should be taking care of ourselves um, physically. Um, you know, whether you do CrossFit or you whatever you do just to condition your body um, to be healthy. Um, but I, I think it's important because I think growth is essential, and I think goals are essential. And I think uh, if we're not growing, if we're not setting goals for both physically and our spiritual life, um, then, then we're deteriorating. And so for me, being able to have physical, uh, my, my fitness, being able to have physical goals that I'm meeting and that I'm reaching, it, it, it built again it builds confidence and so then my spiritual life you just you it, it just it's me it just filters right over there so I, I'm just doing the same thing I'm setting goals and disciplines and uh, again it, it's something that that I don't know for me it's that they're kind of they they, they run together I, I really don't even know how to explain it but I, I'm so energized by fitness um, and it brings so much joy to my life and then I'm able to use obviously you know, for me, fitness is something that uh, I'm able to use to minister. We we do we do workout programs in the prisons, and um, so I think physical uh, and spiritual development is super important. Obviously, the spiritual development. You know, uh, we we are not growing, we're dying, and, and and our relationship with the Lord is really important. And uh, having that daily discipline and that daily routine helps with all of that. Uh, a couple of reasons I like to combine the physical and the spiritual. Um, one is that while we're on this planet, we are fully both. You know, I don't feel like we're part one, part the other. Uh, but the other thing is I think people can really put their they – can, they can understand physical development and all that's needed to develop physically. And they have a harder time understanding that that same concept applies with their spirituality. And, and if you're not working on that and have some kind of plan – then you're not going to grow, and and we need a uh, we need a spiritual plan just like we have a physical plan. You, you know, like I think that's said really well. I, I I agree with that 100. percent With the physical plan, you have tangible results, and your spiritual plan, you don't always have tangible results. 
but both disciplines apply the same, and you're you're 100% correct. Um, you know, you can go to the gym and you do the same thing over and over. You're going to physically see uh, the results. Spiritually, you may be doing the same things over and over. You may not physically see it, but internally, God's doing a work in your life. You're growing. You're stretching. And uh, I, I, that's very well said. I agree with that 100%. Well, and like for a physical development, you can have testing points that, that you set in place and you go, okay, I'm going to test on this on this day. Spiritually, I just don't think we see it coming. And then all of a sudden, there's the test. Absolutely. And, and, and that's when we find out kind of where we are. Um, well, you mentioned CrossFit, but I wanted to know what your specific favorite form of exertion is. Yeah, you know, it's, it, it is, so it's a CrossFit-style world. It's the consistently varying movement. So I, I like to, in layman's terms, I mean, I, I like to lift heavy and run fast. That's what I like to do, and I like to put it all together. I like to, I mean, give me, I want to, I want to, I want to squat 300 pounds as many reps as I can, and then go spread a mile, come back in and do it again. I love my heart rate being up. I love uh, my aerobic. I love to breathe heavy. Um, so I, anything that's lifting heavy and running fast is really what I love. Well, what is your favorite way to work on your spiritual self? Since we, since we kind of compared the compared the workout plans, how do you work on your spiritual self? Yeah, so physically, I'm. It's pretty intense. Uh, I like high impact. You know, I told you heavy lifting and fast running. Spiritually, it's it's somewhat quite the opposite. I I I reflect. I like quiet time. I like to be alone. I like to listen to worship music. I like to read a, a leadership book. Um, I really enjoy. Um, I recharge alone. I recharge in in quiet space, in quiet time, just me and the Lord. And so, um, oftentimes, I have a chair. In my home, that I will—it's in the early mornings before the gym, and a cup of coffee, and that little, little soft worship music playing. Um, that's kind of—that's kind of—that's um, kind of how I, I recharge. But obviously, again, I'm just reading. The, the main way that I work on my spiritual self is the, my daily Bible reading, and my relationships, and uh, my wise counsel, and and just leadership books, and just always developing as a leader and uh, trying to become a better person every day. And, and again, I want to emphasize to listeners that what you just described for the gym workout and for your spiritual workout, they involve committed time to those specific things. None of us will grow without those committed times. That's, that's right. It's all, it's, it, has to become a, it has to become a discipline. I mean, it has to be something that you just do whether you feel like it or not. Well, do you have a favorite Bible verse you'd like to share? Yeah, I do. I love uh, Luke 2.52. It says, Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. Um, so for me, that's, you know, growing in wisdom. That's, that's just, that's growing in, that's, that's, that's kind of a very, to me, even a very practical growing in knowledge and just learning of God's word and, and, and again, leadership principles and, and just uh, being in tune with society and what's going on in the world. And then he says also that Jesus grew in stature, and that's this whole physical fitness thing that we're talking about. I believe, um, I realize that Jesus wasn't out uh, pumping iron and lifting weights, but, uh, you know, that was his physical appearance. That was, he he grew in stature. And then uh, with favor with God and man, uh, to me, that's about relationships. And relationships are very important to me. Um, And so uh, it's about relationships and influence. And, um, and that, I like that because that's just a reminder. That's my refrigerator verse. 
it's a reminder of, uh, of those. If I remind myself every day that those three things are important, that I'm growing um, in wisdom and, and I'm growing physically and then also growing in my relationships with others, um, I feel like it's a pretty good, pretty good thing to do every day. I think that is a good thing to do every day. You mentioned relationships. Yeah. I like to uh, – there's – the word treasure is found several times in the Bible and um, – I did a study one time where we just looked at the words treasure and all the different contexts they were found in the Bible. And it just seemed to me that that real treasure that we're looking for is involved in those relationships, relationships with God and others. And that's where that treasure is found. Yeah, I, I agree, Mike. Well, what about a favorite quote? Yeah, I love uh, There's a Steve Jobs quote, which a lot of you may have heard this. We know Steve Jobs is the founder of, uh, of Apple. Um, but he says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. And for me, with that, with that communicating, I think about comparison. And I think we live in a society where we're always trying to keep up with the Joneses, as they say, or always comparing ourselves to someone else. And, um, and oftentimes that applies like, a lot in fitness. Again, we're we're trying to compare ourselves to that person and to the to the guy down the street or the other person in the gym. And you know, fitness is really it's not about beating the guy next to you. It's about just being a better you. Right. Um, there there is a time <laughs> when it's about beating a competition. I'm I'm very competitive and and I love the idea uh, of competing. But honestly, I'm just trying to be a better me every day. And so uh, I love that. That's why I love that quote. That is a good one, and, and that is what we all need to do, be better us every day. Yeah. Well, I never let guests get away without the million-dollar question. If you could only put one thing on a T-shirt or billboard that everyone you know or with whom you come in contact could see every single day, what would that be? Yeah, so, you know, we live in a social media generation, and uh, everyone's uh, everything's hashtagged. So if I can, I think I'm going to use a hashtag here. And uh, it's hashtag together we win. Um, you know, I, there's just so much division in our country right now. Um, it's just, it's just with a lot going on, politics and racism and there's poverty. And, and I feel like we're pointing the finger a lot. Um, I think different religious communities are sometimes are pointing the finger. And I, I just think we all need to remember that together we win. You know, we're better together. Um, you know, and so that that's kind of my message right now is, is I, I don't – I don't want to see any more division driving between us. I want us to see it start coming together for a common cause. Right. I, I really saw that a few months ago with the uh, the hurricane situation yeah. in here yeah. close to me in Houston. And it was so interesting to see everybody come together to help everybody that needed help. It, it, it's it was really remarkable to see that. I love what happened in Houston and even in Miami. And um, it's powerful when we come together and we set our differences aside for a common cause. Um, very powerful. Because, you know, when people were being rescued in Houston on boats, they weren't asking them, you know, where they grew up at or what their religious beliefs were or their political beliefs were. They were just helping humanity, you know. It's, it's, they, these people are in desperate need and, I think, again, I think sometimes we just lose focus on that, and um, yeah, that's the message. You know, together, we're better together. Together we win, you know. I love that, I, I, and it would be nice if we could we could all figure that out here in the near future. Uh, we'd all be a lot better off for it. 
Well, Kristen, how can people find you? Yeah, so uh, people can find me on Facebook. Uh, again, I'm Christian Williamson, and they can find me on Instagram. It's ChristianWA24. Um, and then you can go to the church's website, churchofthehighlands.com. Well, Christian, thank you so much for being with us today. I know you're very busy, and, and even in my emails with you, it's been hard to keep up with you. Um, I, I do want to tell one funny story, though. When we were pretty early on in our conversations about doing this, you sent me an email, and it said, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I've been in prison a lot lately. <laughs> and, and I didn't know exactly what you did at the time. Uh, so that kind of uh, caught my attention. Uh, yeah. but, but very pleased and, and happy that you're doing what you're doing in the prison ministry. I know that's such a unique ministry, and uh, thank you for all you do there. Thanks so much, Mike. We, we love what we get to do, and I appreciate the opportunity to share with you today. When I'm coaching teams and we come to the end of a practice or game, we gather together for a couple of reminders before we part ways. These are your reminders. Check out the website at fitnessandfaithministries.org where you will find valuable tools and information like our weekly blog study, exertion video links, and links to healthy recipes. It's all designed to help you find your fit. Please use the contact page to send us your Fitness and Faith Funny or suggest someone who would be a great interview. We'd also appreciate you sharing this podcast. You never know when a few words of fitness and faith encouragement might make a significant impact in someone's life. Thanks again for listening to the Fitness and Faith Podcast. And remember, it's always a great day to live life inspired and energized with fitness and faith.